Dear Chicago. Fullerton is next. Doors open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there. Welcome to Foul Monkeys. This is Ricky. This is Adam. And this is Jerry. You're listening to a gay podcast recorded out of Chicago, Illinois, in the Rogers Park area. The Andersonville area. And Los Angeles, California. And you're listening to episode nine. Nine sixty. Woo! Woo! Still jumping. Oh, I, yeah. I wrote down five sixty. I'm like, oh wow. Oh, poor thing. I don't. Tr- who was on the to, show? Five sixty. Who I'm was that? To, back uh, in the day? Think of the titles of this as we go. So. Um. Five sixty. What was five, that like? Ten years ago? Seven years ago? <laughs> no, I don't know how long ago it was, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know who was on the show by then. I don't know who that was. I'll have to go back and look. It doesn't matter. They're not important. I have so many to choose from. <laughs> we figured out at one point when my first episode was, and I don't remember. Was it in the it was like, hundreds? Yeah, it was like in January two year, three years ago, I think, is when you started. Right? Feels Feels like it was just yesterday. Well, you know, it's so much fun. <laughs> like Karen Carpenter said, we've only just begun. Like Karen Carpenter said, I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't her that said it. It was actually the sound of her stomach. <laughs> oh. Horrible. It was just her birthday. And I, every time I see her picture, I'm like, hmm, I'm hungry. <laughs> oh. I know. Have you Poor ever... Thing. Have you ever seen um, the Superstar, the Karen Carpenter story? Like the stop motion animated one? Um, It was on like a bootleg VHS from this video store in um, Oxford, Mississippi when I was doing summer stock there. And I had never seen it. And it's it's like a student film by Todd Haynes who did um, Far From Heaven and Velvet Goldmine and stuff like it. And um, he did Carol too, the lesbian movie. Oh, that boring Carol, the lesbian movie. But anyway. It's, I don't really like Rudy Mara, if I may be honest, or her sister. But anyway. Um, Wait, as which actors. one is her sister? Kate Mara. She oh, was yeah. in the, fan, yeah. She's okay. Um, She's better than Rooney. Rumi, Rooney, yeah. whatever her name is. Um. Anyway, so it, Todd Haynes directed it and it's like, I think it's like his like college final or some shit like that, but it's like Barbie dolls right. and they like <laughs> whittle the Barbie doll of Karen Carpenter down <laughs> like <laughs> as she gets thinner and thinner. It's fucked up. Um, but they got, obviously they got sued and it's like, I think it's semi hard to find now. Um, but it was a trip to watch. Like the Star Wars Christmas special. I don't even know what that is. 
I've it never was, seen the whole thing. I, I've only seen clips. It was um, right after Star Wars came out and it was such a big deal. They decided to do this Christmas special and don't think that my brother and I didn't force our parents to watch that right on the TV. I think it was on ABC. And it was like, right on the TV. Right on the TV. It's, <laughs> they introduced Boba Fett. There was a whole thing about Chewbacca going back to his hometown. Uh, B. Arthur was in the saloon. B. Arthur. And yeah. she, got, she has a number in the saloon. And then Carrie Fisher apparently sings. I don't really remember a lot of it. Why is B. Arthur in it? Because <laughs> it's B. Arthur. Um, so <laughs> I don't remember a lot of it because I was really, really young. I might have been four or five, but I just remember like, we have to watch this. And uh, they like did it. And everybody was like, this was a terrible idea. We should never have done this. And so it's never been rebroadcast, but you can... I know in New York at uh, Midtown Comics, you could get a bootleg of it that they had for sale. <laughs> it was just right there at the VHS tapes, you know, back when you do VHS. But uh, yeah, it's one of those things that you're not supposed to be watching, but it's kind of everywhere. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure you can find it online pretty easily. Yeah. I don't think I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shocker. So, Adam. Mm-hmm. You almost throat punched someone this week. Yes. Oh it's true. I did. Um, so let me preface this with just saying I dislike joggers in general. Um, I'm not going to apologize for that. Because they're running? Park. Is that why? Find a fucking. So part of it is that I am jealous of their fitness a little bit. <laughs> I'm um, a jogger. <clears throat> right it's like in your fucking face like why do you got to do it all up in my neighborhood right <laughs> why do i have to look at it like don't rub your fitness in my fucking face um and also they are very aggressive about like owning the sidewalk kind of and they get like pissy when they have to go around you which was what had happened when i had to put somebody in his place i so you don't walk your dogs at the same time, right? You walk them separately, don't you? Um, sometimes we'll do them together, but usually they're separate. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's George and I each walk them by ourselves. So two dogs, one dad, essentially. Mm-hmm. And they're really good. And we're really good at keeping them away from other dogs if they're going to be like weird or aggressive or whatever. And I try to be mindful of the space that I'm taking up because two dogs is a lot and they also don't give a fuck. They're both boys. They want to piss on everything and they want to smell mm-hmm. everything. Um, so I try to pay attention, but let me tell you, this motherfucker rolled up behind me, silent as fuck, did not say on your left, did not say, excuse me, did not acknowledge that he was coming up behind us. Then made this big ass production. Ugh of having to go around us, did this huge arc, gave me this dirty ass look as he passed us. And before I knew it, what the (laughs) fuck is your problem came out of my mouth. Was he a fellow gay? I, well, girlfriend had a lisp. But I can't tell if it was a gay lisp or just a run-of-the-mill speech impediment. Um, Regardless, you didn't care. 
I didn't care. And I'm not here to make fun of anybody that got a speech impediment. Like that's, it happens. If you want to work on it, work on it. But didn't he take out his earbuds, turn around and was like, you got a problem with me? Motherfucker must've been five foot two, 112 pounds <laughs> weight. And I was like, um, why you got to run past me? Give me a dirty ass look. And being a bitch. And it escalated from there. And then at one point, he, after I called him a motherfucker a couple of times and told him to mind his own fucking business, he told me to watch my language. Oh. And I said, I replied, Ew. Are you my fucking mom? <laughs> and he was like, I asked you to watch your language. And I said, go fuck yourself. I'll say whatever the fuck I want in these fucking streets. And then he was like, I have, cho- I have children and I don't want them to hear that kind of language in this neighborhood. Um, and I was your like, fucking children aren't here. You're a dumbass. Yeah, I was like, first of all, move to the fucking suburbs then. You're like, yeah, I got two all, children. But, but, I got two children. You disrespected me. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. But he replied in his thing, move to the suburbs, sister. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I'm like, I am so nice to people, usually. I know it's I really understand. hard. I, that, that, that can be hard for you. I it is very hard for me. And like when I didn't do anything wrong and you go run past me and mean mug me up in these streets. In these streets. How fucking dare you? (laughs) I was about to throw hands. But he was visibly shaken by our interaction. Like shaking. (laughs) Like. And then he just scurried off. And I watched the direction that he run. And I was like, mm-hmm, I'm going to walk past your house. <laughs> and my dog's going to shit all in your yard. <laughs> I get really mad. Also, speaking of dog shitting in yards, um, another thing that I do in my neighborhood that probably has garnered me some enemies. If you have a sign that says, don't pee here or no pooping. If my dog wants to poop in your yard, my dog's going to poop in your yard. You still pick it up. I pick it up. Come, come stop me. Stop my dog. Go ahead. Put your hands behind his butthole and catch that poop so it don't hit your precious grass. (laughs) Which is fucking dead right now because it's goddamn winter. Yeah. Anyway, so that was me almost fighting a jogger. I haven't had to fight a stranger in a while, so. (laughs) See, that's the good thing about having pit bulls. No one wants to be around you when you're walking them. So I don't have to worry about people. That's true. That is fair. People Even love though my to dogs comment. are super nice. They're super nice. I love but... your dogs. I miss your dogs. People like to like say things about my dog's appearances. And like people like to tell me that they like one more than the other. Which I'm oh. like, first of all, we don't play favorites in our home. Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> Badger's no, like, yeah, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> we do not. <laughs> Especially, no, after the pandemic, they're both needy as fuck, and they will tell you exactly what they want and when they want it. 
I don't even know what the dogs are going to do once, like, if I do mm-hmm. have to go back to the office twice a week, I don't even know if they're going to be able to adjust to that. They'll be, they'll <laughs> be fine. They're going to be like, thank God he's gone. He's so, oh. <laughs> he's so needy. Time. Oh, so needy all the time. Leave me alone and I want to sleep. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they're, ours are going to be a mess. They already get, they don't really have separation anxiety and they don't really make any noise or anything like that. But if we're putting our coats on and it's not to walk them, Badger gets pissed off and sits under the table in this one specific position where he can see us from under a chair and he'll just sit on his paws and angrily glare at us from under the table. (laughs) And he won't come out like to say, I'll be like, okay, we're leaving buddy. Or like, Oh, come say bye. And he just, no. <laughs> I dog sat uh, last week for a friend, and their their dog Link has a had a hot spot where he had been licking. So oh, he was on thing. antibiotics and stuff. And he they said, if you leave, put the cone on him. He'll get he'll give you that whole depressed look. But they were like, just put it on there just to make sure he's the antibiotics are working, so he's not licking so much. So that first day I had to go to work, I. Uh, I said, okay, Link, I'm leaving. And so I got the cone and he kind of did he, he went in it and then he just looked at me and then he got on the thing and covered up his head. Dennis said that on the ring doorbell, he could hear him howling at the top of his lungs for an hour. He howled for an hour because I was gone. And then he was fine. And I said, Oh, I said, I put the cone on him that day. But then when I got home, he wasn't licking that spot at night. He wasn't licking that spot. So I didn't put him on him after he goes, it was the worst thing. Cause all the ring, the, the doorbell just kept picking up this noise of him just howling. He, goes, <laughs> he howled for a solid hour. And I was like, Oh, poor Link. What kind of dog? Labradoodle. Dennis said, don't ever get them. They're riddled with issues. And I was like, I guess because they're so purebred that mm-hmm. that they're almost like uh, inbred royalty where they have just all kinds of health problems. Right. So he's on all kinds of medication and he, oh my God, the look of betrayal when I had to open <laughs> his mouth and put the antibiotic in his throat and do this. Because you can't give him peanut butter because he's allergic. You can't give him cheese because he's allergic. So when you'd have to do the thing and do this, just the look that he would give me afterwards. Well, that's why you don't get a designer dog. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. But he, but the the thing is, is his son and his husband are both allergic to dogs and they can have a dog with Link because he's hypoallergenic. If you are allergic to dogs, you could probably just go in an anaphylactic shock and die. (laughs) That's how I or take a Benadryl, like calm I down. I guess that that's also an option. <laughs> oh, you yeah. can get shots. I would get shot if I was allergic to dogs. I would get fucking shots. I just wouldn't get a dog if I was allergic. If I was allergic to dogs, I would be. I'd have hot spots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ricky! If you could lick yourself, oh, hot spots. Would I would be the never least leave my problems. house. I'd never leave my house. I would never have to leave my house and I wouldn't be worrying about dying. True. <laughs> oh, I'm worried about dying. Hold on. I'll just lick myself. I'll yeah. Oh my God. I can't, uh, de- not to be gross, but I feel like everybody's tried it. Right. I went to college with a guy that had a handicap parking 
tag because he was mm-hmm. trying to give himself head and he threw out his back so bad, but his mom worked for a chiropractor. So they were like, oh, you can get a handicap sticker because your back was so bad. And then, but he told everybody why he had the sticker because people were like, oh, why do you have that tag? You're, you go to the gym all the time and he's like, oh, well, this one time kind of sucked my dick and I threw my back up. He was a dumbass. Okay, I'm sorry. You're okay. He was a dumbass. Someone has a, not enough brain cells. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with that person because Total you dumbass. don't share that. That's an oversharer. This is the thing he said to me when he met me because they put us as roommates and we were roommates for about a week and a half before I moved out. He's like, hi, my name is, I won't say his whole name. I'll oh, fuck it. I don't give a shit. I'm Chris Nash. I like, uh, Lamborghinis, Garfield, and Tom Hanks movies. And I was like, this isn't gonna work. This isn't gonna work. Garfield? Garfield. He he had a Garfield tattoo as an 18-year-old person. What? Garfield, oh my Lamborghinis, God. and Tom Hanks movies. Lamborghinis. This is... <laughs> Bitch, you're never gonna have a Lamborghini. This is the most 80s Oklahoma story possible. It's like, those are all Lisa Frank stickers. Oh, early 90s. And then he was like the Lamborghinis. I know. He was the town drug dealer too on top of that. And like- Well, he was working his way to get a Lamborghini. People hated him so much though that our theater director, our tech director had to go, you need to lay off that for for a little while because (laughs) the cops are like after you and they're just waiting for you. Um, and then he became a Christian wrestler. Oh my god. Apparently that's a thing in Dallas. Oh my um, god. And his name was Chris Chronic, was his wrestling name. Oh, oh gross. God. I know he's an idiot. And now I think he did, I think he's still like he should have just called it Chris Chronicles. Then he like I think does back work, background work, and he's a grip or something like that. I always thought I'd run into him in Dallas at an event. I'd go fire that guy, he's probably high. <laughs> that's that's just how petty and I'll, how long I'll hold a grudge. Wait, what was it again? Garfield, Lamborghinis. Garfield, uh, Garfield, Lamborghinis, and Tom Hanks movies. <laughs> he had a Turner and Hooch poster up in his in in the dorm room. <laughs> of all the Tom Hanks movies, Turner and Hooch. Yep. <laughs> Dead. I am. That. Done. That's hilarious. Well, the thing that gets me the most is the Lamborghini thing. Cause I was just, you know, Lamborghinis. 20 year old head. I'm like Lamborghinis, you know, <laughs> I occasionally see one in, in LA and I usually I'm like, who is this douche? You know, but yeah, um, that's weird. Lamborghinis. I don't think it's an exclusively heterosexual thing, but I feel like there's something like straight men and cars that I don't fully understand. I don't either. I, like, I would drive pretty much fucking anything, and I have driven pretty much anything. I, (laughs) when I moved home from England, sadly, my um, grandmother on my dad's side had had a stroke while I lived in England, and nobody fucking told me, first of all. I called home for Mother's Day, and I was like, hey, can I talk to Graham? And they were like, um, she sounds a little different. <laughs> and I was like, what? What, <laughs> what do you mean? I, yeah, I was like, um, I'm sorry, what do you mean? And then they told me and I was like, I. it's not like you can't like call me or fucking email me or something. What the fuck? Um, 
But so she didn't really drive and she had like a fucking 89 tempo. Yes. And I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have a car when I moved home from England. And so I drove her car a lot and it was run to the ground. There were times, one point, like real close to the end of that car's life, um, I could see the road <laughs> underneath oh, me as I drove. Rust bucket. <laughs> It hey, was. We had, fun, we had fun in that car the couple of times you picked me up at CLO. I did. To take me to the store, store Target. No, not that kind of fun. We had fun. Um, you were dating it was that, a... that dummy, though, that I didn't like. I don't remember his name. Yeah. Um, oh, that what's was his a... name? I don't remember. I dated a lot of dummies then. Um, there was a hoopty. I remember, so uh, there was. One of those that had the seatbelts that did this, wasn't it? One of those oh, the electronic seatbelts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we so there was a really sweet actress that Jerry had introduced me to, um, professional, like insanely talented, um, and she was going. We were going to lunch. I was taking her for Thai, um, because we were going to talk about like acting and like give career advice and shit like that. And I had to be like, look, I'm going to pick you up and I need you to not be scared of this car. We're not going to go very far. I am. Or fast. I'm promising you it's going to be entirely safe. And she was just laughing and she was like, I've ridden in some like cars that are worse. So like, don't even worry about it. But it was like hilarious. mm -hmm. She was so sweet and so nice. But like, she was like, oh, this ain't that bad. I was like, oh, I thought she might have looked at the car and be like, taxi. <laughs> <laughs> we, everybody called it, but so the paint had failed or like started to flake off or chip or something. So it was like three different colors. Was um, it a burgundy one? No. No, it like was like one? blue. It was like kind of, oh. it was like a, like a light blue. But like a baby blue kind of thing. Light blue. It was parts of it were baby blue. <laughs> it, it was it was many colors. Um, my friend Eric called it. Uh, he said it was Adam and his amazing Technicolor tempo. <sighs> Good one. Love it. Oh my! My, my brakes failed <laughs> driving to work at H and M. And I literally just coasted through like stop signs and red lights for like, and it's like, it was like a 20 minute drive from where I lived oh, to God. get to like H&M. And it's like, there are hills. You can't stop physics. <laughs> like I just fucking coasted through shit. And I was like, I mean, oh. a girl needed to get to work that day. I was like, if I have to, I'll just like drive it gently into a ditch or like, hit something <laughs> i guess oh my god i'll just pull the emergency brake and flip around into my spot was I it a was it a straight ship was it a a manual yeah no it was automatic oh. it was automatic oh okay yeah. oh psh, I, I can't drive a manual i can't drive manual oh really i've never tried i mean it's I learned on uncommon. one because my dad was like, if you learn on this, you'll know how to drive every fucking car you know, in the world. Actually, <laughs> I, I think he did say the United States. I think I he did, did say uh, the United States. I, I learned too. And then every once in a while, if I've had to be in one, it all comes back. You just get, have to give your feet, get your feet rhythm back. 
Yeah. I like I like having a manual drive. I never, actually. I never but in the city I, it wouldn't I couldn't do it here because it's just too much stop and go. I don't understand why you have to pay extra for it now. So it, it's I get it if you're like on like highways, I guess. It's fun to drive it and you like shift and stuff. I don't get why people have them in Pittsburgh because of all of the hills. Right. And the amount of shifting that you have to do. Um I'm sure I've definitely told the story about getting locked in the cemetery in Billy Porter's car on the show. Yeah. Um, but that was a manual. And my friend Who? Eric. Who? Whose car? <laughs> uh, Billy Porter. Oh. Who's? We used, to, oh. we used to split packs of menthols when he would visit. <laughs> <laughs> um, my friend Eric Ooh. couldn't drive a manual. Tra- like he couldn't, he couldn't shift. He never learned. Um, and he was the person who would drive <laughs> Billy Porter's car. And um, again, we would just like hope for the best and like sometimes just coast through intersections because he didn't know what he was doing. Oh my God. It took me the longest time to get it in neutral though. Like it, 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 for some reason, it just did not connect how to put it in neutral when I had a manual. But <sighs> like I said, it, that's extra now. It's not, you know, the cheaper way to get a car, so. You don't have to worry about it. I feel like it would be fun to learn, I guess, but I don't even, I don't like driving at all. I, somebody was like, somebody that I work with was like, oh, like, do you want more room? Like, there's lots of houses if you go like west to Albany Park, which is a neighborhood here in Chicago. And I was like, first of all, if I move that far west, I will never see another homosexual in Chicago again because (laughs) none of them live out there. Um, None of my friends will come see me. I and don't think homosexuals I, live west of Western. I like. Oh no, I don't think so either. Oh, except for John were, Rivera, he lives in Albany Park. Oh, he used to. Doesn't he live out of state now? He does now, but he still has a house yeah. in Albany Park. Uh, I've been to his house in Albany Park to smoke weed. Are you? When I first guys moved still here, looking at places now, or does that you just have to like set up an appointment and stuff? Um. Well, no, we're not. We're just like casually looking at shit. There's nothing for sale right now, really. But um, I like we could get a house on the cheap cheap if we wanted to go like that far west or we wanted to go like right on the border of the suburbs. But like I said, first of all, like ain't no gays out there. And the gays that are out there, I don't know that I want to know you. (laughs) And I would have to have a you're not worthy. You're not worthy. I'm like, why do you live that far away from everything that is good about Chicago? Like, why do you even live here? Well, that's why I tell Tony all the time. He's like, let's get a house in the suburbs. I'm like, if I fucking move to the suburbs, I'm moving goddamn back to Florida because that's what it was like. Like, what's the point of being here? And I can live Mm -hmm. in Florida for cheap and just, no, I'm not doing it. But it'd be Florida. Well, that's, I don't want to move back there, but I mean, it's better than Virginia. (laughs) Jet band. (laughs) Oh, Lord. They're moonshine bottles with XXX on it. (laughs) (laughs) They sell moonshine in the liquor stores now. I don't know why. Maybe it's just called moonshine. It's not the real thing. It's not the real thing. It's not like real moonshine, like in Virginia. 
It's not never, paint thinner. Yeah. I've never right, had exactly. it. Uh, just, I, I'll agree, though. Don't drink it. It's the most disgusting thing ever. It's, ugh. It's so gross and so strong. Like Everclear. Yeah, basically, yeah. And it's illegal to even sell Everclear in Virginia. We had used to have to drive to West Virginia to get that. Damn. Virginia has some really strict alcohol laws. Like you can't go into a bar and order like uh like you go into a bar or a restaurant and you want to like a Long Island iced tea. The limit is two. You can't get anything after that. God, what is this? Like it's just stupid shit. I know, right? Um, there are weird laws in Pennsylvania. Like you can't like liquor has to be sold. Wine and spirits have to be sold in stores that are operated by the state. Yes. Oh yeah, um, it's ABC stores the same way in Virginia. I think it's a Commonwealth thing. I think it is a Commonwealth thing as well. Um, and you can't buy. There's nothing at grocery stores usually. They started mm-hmm. doing like um, beer and like hard seltzers and ciders at some places, but it has to be like a separate entrance or something. You can um, still buy forties at uh, convenience stores, though, right? No, you, uh, no. You had to go to the package used- store. Yes, or um, there were like, I I would say there would be like a a six pack shop, essentially. I would see people buy a six pack at a bar sometimes. You could buy six packs at bars, and like there was like a pizza shop or something. It's the weirdest thing because you'd see them and they'd come out with like a sack, and you're like, what? That doesn't serve food. What are they saying? Oh, they're buying a six pack. And I'm like, from a bar? Yep. And you could also only carry out so much alcohol, like in volume at one time. I think you could only carry out like a 12 pack at one time and you would have to go back in and make multiple transactions if you wanted more. Or you could go to a beer distributor. So dumb. Well, in Kentucky, so many rules. In Kentucky like, when we lived there, when I was a kid, uh, there were dry counties everywhere. Cause the first uh, New Year's Eve, my parents uh, loaded us up because it was the year that Betty Davis Eyes was the number one song that year. Um, we, because uh, we were listening to the radio, because that's all you listen to. But we had to drive thirty or forty-five minutes just so that they could get a six-pack of beer, so that they could bring in the new year. That's crazy. Yeah, Hardin County was was dry. I don't know if it still is, but uh, yeah, weird. There were weird mm-hmm. laws in Mississippi. You couldn't drink on Sundays I think you couldn't buy alcohol that was a Virginia thing too yeah that happened that was in Virginia if you were black (laughs) you couldn't drink (laughs) it was Mississippi (laughs) no 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 no. (laughs) pretty Uh, sure it's not accurate (laughs) I remember in my hometown where I went to college too same thing you couldn't you couldn't buy any kind of booze starting at 3 a.m. Saturday morning Mm -hmm. into it had to be uh, Monday before you could buy it again. There, um, at one point on a Sunday, we wanted to get booze when I was doing um, shows in Mississippi and we had to drive to a different county and I crossed the actual Tallahatchie Bridge to get to the other county. I didn't see Billy Joe McAllister, but and then in St. Louis was the first. <laughs> Did place. nobody got that? I don't know what that Did is. It, no, I don't know. Oh, to Billy. Oh, to Billy Joe. The 
You don't know the song Ode to Billy Joe? I've heard the name of it, but I don't know if I know it. I don't think I know. Y'all need Hold on, history. let me. That sounds like some white people music. Um, so... No, it's a country song. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, in St. Louis was the first place when I was like, you can buy liquor in the grocery store? You could buy it in Schnucks. I was amazed. But you on Sunday, I don't remember what time it started, but you couldn't buy anything until I think 11 o'clock is when you could buy liquor or uh, booze in the grocery store at, at in St. Louis. Adam, which version is it? There's a lot of them. Paula Cole, Bobby Gentry, Bobby Nancy Gentry. Wilson. Is gonna say Bobby it's Gentry. Probably not Paula Cole. Oh shit. What? Um, I'll do my homework and listen to it later. It's um, it's a classic. There's actually a really good version by Megan Mullally, oh, um, really? and they turned it oh. into a TV movie. Um, who was in it? Oh, I can't remember. It was I, I've never seen it. It was in the seventies. Sean Cassidy. Um, Sean Cassidy was in everything. It's uh, Robbie Benson. Uh, oh, close. Right? Um, but yeah, so it's about somebody, Billy Joe McAllister jumped off the Tallahatchie Bridge. Mm. Is, the, is the thing. So um, I don't... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I don't know if there's an actual Tallahatchie Bridge that's called like Tallahatchie bridge um but there's it I, there's a bridge that crosses the tallahatchie river in mississippi ricky since you're from the country did you guys have a crybaby bridge in your hometown too or close a what like uh, <laughs> like, a, like a bridge called crybaby bridge where like the urban legend is the car went off and the baby died and you could still hear the baby oh no we didn't have anything like that no oh, we did I know a lot of people that are like, yo, you had a crybaby bridge too? It's like this urban legend that like a lot of towns have, smaller towns have. Yeah, we only have one big one. It's was the the Black Sisters. Mm -hmm. And um, they're actually, I mean, they're pretty, it was on that show, um, that podcast. Uh, Murder the... What? No, um, I'll think about it in a second. But anyway, they did the story and uh, Lore. Have you guys heard of that podcast, Lore? Uh, where they talk about- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they, it's an Amazon. They made it into a TV series. Yeah, yeah. So um, in, the in the area I lived in, there was these three sisters that were called the Black Sisters. And um, they actually, the, school, the middle school I went to was an all-girls school that they ran- Mm -hmm. And then like girls would like mysteriously die and then they would get a bunch of insurance money and then like they killed off some of their family members. And so apparently, you know, at night you can see the three sisters running through the halls and turning the lights on and off That's and like, the stuff like that. Hocus pocus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they used to have like, I don't, what day was it? They would have a day where it was like, 
I don't know, it was like Black Sisters Day or something where no one was allowed to talk or it was some weird shit. And then you would pay to send messages to people through the Black Sisters. They were like dressed up in all black and then they would deliver the message. And then it was weird. So That sounds kind of fun though. I was too grown for that. I was like, I need a job. (laughs) I was like in sixth grade. (laughs) I need a job. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Can we go? (laughs) Do we have anything else to talk about? Um, I don't think so. Adam? Um, I mean, there's some new music that's out that's like kind of cute. Oh, let's talk about new music then. I did share my January, February kind of like joint playlist. Um, We can post that if you want. There's some good stuff on that. Um, But uh, recently there is a new Kylie remix that's actually pretty good. Um, It's by Initial Talk. We talked about Initial Talk remixes before. They like usually do like a retro vibe on their remixes. it has that new remix has made it's a remix of real groove um which is her last single and then she did the dua lipa version um that is ricky not kylie singing just now Um, (laughs) can you believe it but uh, it's uncanny that's why i had to say something um but the uh the new the initial talk remix has Dua Lipa's vocals on it and I think it brings them out a little bit more than the original original Dua Lipa remix. Anyway, the remix has allowed Real Groove to become the second best-selling single from Disco um with all all What's numbers the first one? told um say something. Oh, I like that song. Kind of like duh. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's um kind I would of, recommend like, like duh. <laughs> duh. Um that's really, really good. Um the new remix I think is great. It's super 80s. Um that's fun. Um I wanna say there was a good Zara Larson song that came out this week or last week. So check that out. Oh, there's a there's a good one this week. It's called Need Someone. Um there's a new Nick Jonas song, which is actually pretty good, called This Is Heaven. Um, Nick Jonas is my preferred Jonas brother if we're going to pick one so recommend that as well <laughs> what else is you, like? what are you Jonas. guys listening to other than the um, boys boys, boys 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 um, I don't really go into new music that much because a lot of the new music that is on is like a bunch of rapping and like rap isn't really my thing Unless it's like salt and pepper. But you like Megan. Megan's yeah, Megan. Like yeah. Um Cardi B. I tend, to, but, I tend to gravitate toward female rappers too. Yeah. Um because men rappers are just kind of gross. And I don't want to hear about guns and cars. I mean, put, honestly. Put well, that I don't even care about. It's like <laughs> I don't care about drugs and cars and chains and grills like i don't it's not my thing um i would i would rather hear a woman rap about her own vagina than somebody oh like a man rap about a vagina right definitely um i just actually i just go back to old 
playlist that I have and just listen to those. I don't, I'm not really a new music person unless you point something out or if I see something that like someone I like, they have a new song or a new album mm-hmm. out, I'll mm-hmm. go listen to that. But I'm not really a new go-getter kind of person. I'm old now. I like to listen to the music that I grew up with. So. Oh, grandpa. I'm grandpa. Don't go watch the Lawrence Welch at Sunday. I got my blue show. suede shoes on. Here in a little bit. Oh my God. Lawrence Welch comes on at three. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, something you should, Ricky, you might like. Um, there's an album. It's kind of disco-y by S.G. Lewis that came mm-hmm. out, I want to say in January. It's called Times. Um, Robin is on it. Okay, S.G. Lewis, let so, me look it up. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. It gets a little, there's like a couple of like downbeat songs that I like don't love, but the Robin song is really good. It's called Impact. Um, oh, he's cute. Yeah. And... That one, the one with Niall Rogers is really good. Um, one more, um, Chemicals is pretty good. Um, that album, I would check out uh, if you hadn't. Um, ugh, I guess, Jerry, we could acknowledge the fact that Michelle Visage is on a Steps remix now. <laughs> <sighs> Was that necessary? No, it wasn't necessary. <laughs> she just probably wanted to do it, and they said, okay, let's do it. She's like, I feel like the sixth member of Steps. No, you don't. <laughs> it's, I I will always love Steps, but it seems like a weird grasp for relevancy to have. She's always carry. grasping for relevancy. Like, are, are they going to have something to do with Drag Race is why I'm wondering. Oh, I'm this, probably. That's, this is that's what be, I'm like thinking. perform on it or be part of the finale for, I think they're on season two. I don't want, I don't get Logo anymore. And uh, mm-hmm. so I don't really watch, I haven't watched Drag Race in years. So I, they're probably going to have something to do with that. I, I would assume if this is, if they're going to make a big deal like this. Um, yeah. Because she didn't go into any, she didn't go into that um, show that Faye was in, did she? That uh, show in the West End? Um, Jamie, I don't Jamie, know. Everybody's talking about Jamie? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Because I know Bianca Del Rio was in it and Faye, which it's so cute to see them on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, I'm sorry, Instagram or Twitter uh, talking to one another. They mm-hmm. really seem to become have become good friends because he'll tag her and shit. And then she's like, oh my God, I love you. You know, or she'll tag <laughs> him and stuff. And it's it's kind of a cute little friendship they have on social media. But they look like they had a good time doing the show together. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my friends that I mentioned from um, grad school over there um, was part of the original West End cast, and I always get jealous of seeing um, pictures of him and Faye and um, Bianca and all of that stuff. I want to re- be famous. I read something about uh, Michelle Visage saying that when she was singing with Steps that her voice is more like musical theater so she had to change the way and i'm like no you girl you do not have the power <laughs> you do not have musical theater power you sound like madonna which is not a bad thing right. or anything it's not like you were the vocal powerhouse for seduction you know out of the three <laughs> ladies when you sang two to make it go right you know come on right your your, your voice ain't all that it's good but it's not you know you, you ain't mm-hmm. some big belter you know like Adina or, you know, Audrey right. McDonald. <laughs> um, I did just look it up and Michelle Visage played the same role as Faye. Oh, okay. 
I, it, it made sense. There's something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So. Yep. But anyway. And now anyway. dragging Michelle Visage because she may hear this and be like, go come get us. We are going to be <laughs> persona non grata. Actually, I do kind of enjoy her. Like, sometimes on the show, I was kind of like, oh, you're being a little mean. Yeah. You know, like, they're men dressed as women. So, of course, their boobs might look weird or whatever, right. you know. But it's like, sometimes she went after some of the queens that I was like, girl, you're wrong. That's so mean. Why are you doing that? You know, but I guess I that's the enjoy, game. enjoy her when she did the morning show on WKTU 103.9 in uh, New York City because it was the dance station. And she used to be one of the morning DJs. I forgot she did radio. <laughs> yeah, that was like right after she stopped performing. That's what she did. She was on uh, KTU for a long time. What happened with seduction? Like, did they just break up or? Uh, well, Dallas, the Puerto Rican lady could never really sing. So they replaced her. And then they, you know, they broke up after one album. Mm. I, uh, the April, who is the, the Black member, has two other ladies that they still perform, but they're not as good. They've made like a couple of uh, re-recorded versions of their songs, <laughs> which are ridiculous. <laughs> and then they had like two singles, that, which were just like club music that was almost like hate crime gay bashing music because it was just like so gay and so bad um so I so think basically they, they were one hit wonders that's basically um, no, what I mean, they had a couple than more than one hits but you know it's uh did I they they did heartbeat went was number 12 and then uh that awful mm. ballad they did could this be love was number 11 so i mean they play the circuit like you know the rest of those groups you know, the nostalgia mm-hmm. summer circuits and stuff like that. You know, they're usually like six build. <laughs> I know. You know, Todra Call has to get top billing. That non-paying his dancers fool. Yeah, he's like rich now or something too, right? He don't pay his dancers in videos. Why? Oh, he always says, oh, somebody else deals with that money. That's not me. And then his assistant quit and was like, that's that's just him. He doesn't pay anybody. He's, yeah, I, I've not heard good things about Ooh, him. Oh, that's rude. Trash. 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 I don't even know her. Trash. <laughs> but anyway. All right, let's go. All right. Bye, okay. bye, kids. This is Ricky. This is Adam. This is Jerry. Goodbye. We'll talk to you later. Bye. bye. Thank you for getting foul with foul monkeys, and we hope you enjoyed the show. You can send feedback, dick pics, or marriage proposals to foulmonkeys at gmail.com. You can also leave us sexy messages or some really heavy breathing at 863-666-0377. Ask us questions and interact with us on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at foulmonkeys. You can also join us over at the Facebook page where things can get really, really dirty. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Open on the left at Fullerton. How about Chicago? I could be there.